What's up, beautiful people? Thanks for tuning in. I'm Sharita, and this is Fast. What's up, you guys? Thank you guys for tuning back in. This episode is going to be us really focusing and having a conversation on grace. What does that look like for you? Are you giving people grace, more grace than you give your own damn self? Because that's crazy. Um, Are you giving certain people in your life more grace versus, you know, other people who, you know, may deserve grace as well? I don't know. Is there is there complexity in, in the grace that you do provide? Is there a reason for for that or whatever case may be? Either way, you know, what I'm saying let's get into it. Let's go. Rising Spaz, guys. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. Thank you guys for joining another episode of Spaz. What's new? How have you guys been doing? How's life treating you? I hope that 2023 is going amazing for y'all. It's going pretty good for me. It's pretty consistent um, for the most part. And I need one thing I have uh, realized about myself, especially as I get older as I am very much in tune with myself and there's certain things I just have a zero non-nonsense for at this big age. You know what I mean? We just ain't got the, I ain't got the width, the bandwidth. But one thing I have noticed about myself is I do appreciate consistency and it's not a horrible, and not, you know, you already know I'm not a consistent person as far as like goals and things like that. That's still up in the air, but I've come a long ways I've come a long ways and I'm getting better every motherfucking day. You know, pause. I hope that you guys are giving yourselves grace, that you guys are 100% practicing the grace that you give onto yourself. Because if we're being really honest here, and if you really sit back and slow down and you start like really paying attention to how you treat others like strangers versus how you treat your family versus how you treat your friends versus how you treat yourself. It's pretty dis um it's pretty different and sometimes it calls to have those, you know, to have different levels of relationship. Obviously, we know this. You're not going to treat your coworkers the same way you treat your friends. You're not going to treat your family the same well, some family you do. You're not going to treat your your family, your friends how you treat your elders overall. Or you could be like me and I'm I don't know. You ain't my, I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty respectful for the most part. But at the same time, I will remind somebody's grandma if that grandma getting out of line with me and she ain't my grandma. I'm definitely going to let that be known because um, my grandmas, both of them, didn't play no games with people. And so I don't expect for no grandma to be in my face playing games with me if we're not the same age group. Because I wouldn't be playing with nobody at a younger age group my damn self. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, back to the, uh, to the point. I hope that you guys are practicing giving yourself grace. You know what I'm saying? Showing you guys, showing yourself the um, the patience and understanding that you may give to somebody else. Um, I I start noticing a lot of, you know, recently, a couple months, months, you know, with the, like the last, the end of last year and this year, I've been really paying attention to how I could be really, 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 um, the different, you know, dynamics of relationships, how I can forgive a friend, a real friend of mine. You know what I mean? You, for me, when you working on, y'all got to understand, I've had friends for 
certain of my girls and me go back like 20 years. You know what I'm saying? I think the most recent new friend that I have will probably be about, God, maybe like six or seven years old. A new friend, shout out Bree, and she was a coworker. And like I said, every blue moon you might meet that one coworker that you really, really do fuck with. And you and it's very rare. It's very, very rare. But for me, the coworkers that I have met that we are really good friends, um, we locked in. You know, I got a couple to name. I got Erica, Bree, uh, my boy Oscar. Oscar's not even like a brother. I mean, um, a friend. He's like family to me. He's the one who came on Spaz the first episode. Shout out Oscar. <sighs> Shout you out. What's up, bro? But, um, you know, anywho, I start really paying attention and noticing, like, damn, like, I'm really hard on myself. And um, certain things, being hard on yourself is great. You need the pressure. You need to apply pressure on certain things. And I start realizing, like, you know what, my, my own self-priorities, as far as, like, me giving grace to other people and great advice that I don't take my damn self, you know, you have to draw Sharita back in. Like, girl, wait a minute. At this point, we already know that, you know, that we we are, we're not even going to talk about the boundaries, things and stuff like that. I hope that you guys do create healthy boundaries and you're not misusing that word, that you're not hiding behind a boundary. We already had this conversation, y'all, that you're not hiding behind a boundary versus a conversation that can resolve whatever fucking riddle that you painted in your head. And then you're hiding behind the face of boundaries. So I hope that we're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I hope that we have... And if so, I hope that you're working on that and that you're aware of that and that you're growing from that because that ain't even cool. It's really pussy sucking shit and it it ain't cute and it's not healthy. I don't even know what else to say about the situation. However, I started sitting back noticing like, damn, like I give them so much grace and forgiveness. You know, I need to forgive myself for certain things and take it easy on myself and, you know, commend myself for how far that I've come, commend myself for the way that I maintain and I'm really blessed. You know, like sometimes you got to really look around and be like, damn, I'm really blessed. You know what I'm saying? I have a consistent income. Thank you, Lord. I am able to stand afloat, you know, by myself. That's a different type of a um, flex and a different type of a struggle. Um, I I do have healthy boundaries about what comes in my life, what man comes into my life. Um, I'm happy to see what moves forward and what grows from there in my love life. Um, So far, it's looking healthy. It's still complicated with certain things, but for the most part, it's very healthy. You know what I mean? There's a true understanding of of myself in a different light, and there's true understandings of the man that I deal with. Um, well, the man that I'm dealing with. And um, it's looking okay. But then I start really, I start looking at the, you know, the grace and the forgiveness that I was giving him. You know what I'm saying? The grace and forgiveness that, but to say, okay, this is what I'm, this is a prime example. I start really realizing that I was able to easily give grace and forgiveness to certain people that I have had major um, conflicts with, major situations with, or been through some really serious things with, giving them grace like it's nothing, very easy, very simple, just, you know, moving forward, forgiving things and whatnot. But then I'm struggling to forgive, like, people that's been, I've been knowing since I was a kid, certain family members, uh, certain, you know, Certain, just certain things, you know what I mean? And that ain't even, you listen to that, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's blood. You know what I mean? And not everybody deserves your forgiveness. We understand this and we know this. Not everybody deserves your grace nor your forgiveness. And hopefully your discernment on that is 
you know, pretty good for the most part. If not, that's something that you do got to tap in with and be aware of. Um, but it's something that I really start noticing and thinking to myself, like, damn, the same way that you, you know, that women, women struggle a lot, a lot of times, especially nowadays more than ever with how men treat their friends versus how they treat their woman and their girl. You know, I know some people um, that will sit back and complain because, you know, you might know a man that's handy on cards, right? This is a true, true story of real life. This man may be handy on cards and you know he's handy on cards. It might have even attracted you to this man when he was, you know, showed you what he could do, whatever. But then you need something done with your shit and he's just nowhere to be found. But he's always pulling up at his boy's house when his boy needs something. When his boy needs him to check something out, he there. He there. Then it turns into drinks. Then it turns into games. And then it turns into them kicking it. And I've been needing you to fix this for I don't know how long. You know, prime example. If you guys watch BMF, if you guys are BMF watchers, how the husband, when the husband was having an affair, and if y'all ain't watched it, you know, whatever, spoiler alert, you, you show by it, you're bad. You two seasons or three seasons behind, girl, go catch up. It's a great show. But anywho, when the daddy was having this affair, right? And he going off by his way to help help out this girl. At the time, I don't think they slept with each other yet, but he was attracted to this woman. He going to help her out with her house because the father was a handyman. And the wife's sitting there looking like, so what about our house? They house need to be painted. They house has some repairs that needed to be done. But you rushing out of here so that way you can go over there and help her out. That's what I mean by, you know, noticing how certain things and relationships are different that you give other people certain leeways and you would give people who've been here right beside you in your face for years or your whole life or whatever the case may be. That's like the good girls. I mean, the bad, well, the bitches, the girls, whoever, the women out here are always attracted to the bad, I mean, to the, uh, yeah, to the bad guys. And then friend zone and don't even be looking at the quote unquote nerdy niggas. You know what I'm saying? The quiet boys and things of that nature. Um, I know me personally, back in high school, I've always made it um, a point to make sure that I spoke to everybody. I mean, I guess everybody doesn't feel that way because I just had a girl who actually bullied me in high school, told me that I bullied her. That bitch was insane. And I knew right there, this is personal. And I exactly told her that too. Like, girl, this is personal. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't even, we haven't even talked. The only time that we've ever spoke is when you threatened to whip my ass and bitch, you knew that was out. You know what I'm saying? That's a different story time. But for the most part, it was always a big deal for me to be friend and, you know, be kind to everybody. Yes, I asserted myself and spoke my mind. There has not been much that changed. I think what it came down to is I've always been somebody that was pretty sure of myself and proud, especially culturally. And I think especially coming here to uh, Stockton back then, that was uncomfortable to see for a lot of people. And whether they want to admit that back then because they were too young to get it. I bet you they look at that shit now and be like, damn, you know, Rita, you always wear like this now. And yeah, that made me feel away. Whatever the case may be. Like I said, it was personal. But for me, back to the point, I've always, you know, felt the need to be kind to different people. I was the one talking to the gothics and was cool. Like literally, you know, they're like, I'm going to be cool with that person because he's going to blow up, the sh- you know, shoot up the school and we're going to be friends. And so he doesn't kill me. It was kind of that nature. But at the same time, like some of them niggas was really cool, though. Shout out to Robert. I wonder where you, where you are. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Robert was a cool, really cool um, punk rock, gothic white boy from the Bay. I think he's from Oakland or Hayward. He was hella cool. And I gave him the same, you know, attention and grace that I would give my boys and my niggas in high school. Because he, why not? What was the difference here? He was just as cool. He was good people. People thought he was weird and different because 
He had the icicle hair and the dark black clothes, but I looked at it as high fashion. You know what I'm saying? Painted his nails and stuff like that. A dope-ass white bitch. His girl Amanda, she was fly as fuck. You know, they were just, you know, a cool, cool couple. And me and my sister, we're both like that. And I think that it comes it comes from my parents being so diverse with their friends. Um, I was around a lot of different, you know, y'all already know what's up. My parents are deaf, so that's already different. The community um, comes with all kind of, you know, just different attributes, different people, different disabilities, different cultures, different looks. It's just different, you know, so I'm, I'm used to it. I've been around it all my life. And so it's easy for me to show grace to have patience that people don't know that I have. People will tell me in a second, you ain't patient, you ain't this. And I'll be looking at them now more than ever. Now more than ever. And I'm really now because, like I said, I'm in tune with myself. So a lot of things that people project onto you, because that's what it is. It's projection. or It's either projection about who they thought they knew back in the days, who they thought they knew last day, who they thought they knew yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know that every day something can happen, things change. People change, people involved. Hopefully, y'all be worried, you know, whoever is worried about whoever changing. Hopefully, you're really, you know, working on changing yourself for the better. For the better. You know what I mean? Always for the better good. But, you know, I start noticing like, damn, like I give certain relationships a certain type of a level of understanding. And then some people there's like, I have no nonsense for it. What is that? You know what I mean? I don't know. I just start because I'm talking about it could be zero to 100. The grace that she may get, you and I don't even think about it. And I will assert that. Like, if I feel it's that serious, I will assert that. More than likely, there's a really good reason why I'm feeling so strongly about whatever it is that I'm feeling to move and act the way that I'm acting. You know what I mean? I don't just be showing ass for no reason. It's always going to be a reason for sure. But that's one thing that I definitely want to tap in with and, you know... Check in with with you guys, and I hope you guys again are giving yourself grace. That you guys are really examining and studying your relationships, and honestly, be the bigger person. Work on being a bigger person. Work on seeing things um, from an open way, relationship wise. You guys, one thing this has been a while for me. Um, you know, there's a, an um, an influencer. Her name is Sham Booty Boodrum or Booty or whatever. Sorry, Sham Sham, but I do I love her. Like I love her. I fuck with Sham. I've been fucking with her for a very 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 long time, years. And she had a little book that she had put out um, that was a solid book. It was kind of like a work, a work, but The Game of Desire. I'm looking at it. Shan Boudram, The Game of Desire. Um, single girls, if you want to check that out, or even girls who are in a relationship who just, you know, are curious, it's really interesting. But she pretty much took all the girls, like, on, like a couple of girls she picked out and kind of studied them and taught them, like, how to always attract love. And it did the various of different things and activities. Very, very interesting. But however, it was one of them. It was one activity that she did that I was like, damn, I do this on a regular and always have. Um, is, you know, calling and talking to your ex and figuring out what was the, the bad things and the good things about you. Um, and I, don't, I forgot the purpose of her, of her reason for doing it. But I know me. I can only speak on my experience. And I know for me, it was always important to me to sit back and grow and learn from whatever mistakes I made in my own, my old, my last previous relationship and to own it, to actually own it, to be like, okay, you know what? I did do that because what I don't want to do is I don't want to take this to the next man's plate. The same way I would like a man to sit back and understand what they can do better and what they have done and what they can grow from. For me, if we can be cordial and not hate each other, not have no beef, because at one point in time, I loved you. 
And that's I can't understand how somebody could be in love with somebody head over heels in love. That's why I think people throw out they throw around love too easily for me sometimes because love is so powerful. It's just, it's as powerful as hate. You know what I'm saying? The duh, yin yin yang, opposites. You know, and um, if I'm gonna tell somebody that I love them, that I love them, even in, and even worse, I'm in love with you. I don't see how. You know, you it got to be something severely, severely extreme, extreme for me to like hate you, walk by you like I don't know you, um, disregard you or like I have to have lost respect for you. And that's a rare thing. So if I feel that way towards you, it has to be some serious shit because I believe in forgiveness. I believe in, you know, um, um, should I believe in a second chance to an extent? I believe in. Shit, grace, but that's not that's not the word I'm looking for. I believe in um, cordialness, being cordial. You know what I'm saying? Not being able, because for me, I've had friends ask me like, "What's up with you on that? Like, what's the big deal with that?" Woo 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 woo. This is how I know that <laughs> spaces, feelings, emotions, energy is the biggest thing. This these are big deals, right? And I look at people like, damn, these be people that be talking about protecting my energy, boundaries, da, 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 all this shit, right? But do you really know what you're talking about? Like, do you understand the severity of what you're saying? Because when I say that I'm really in, you know, that I mean, everybody got a long ways to go, you know, but just in Sharita's eyes, how I look at it. I never want to give anybody that much in- that much power over my energy to where if I see you on about, you can shift that shit. You know, we all know what that's like. We all know what that feels like. We all understand what it is when you see somebody that you just, you despise, you you had a bad history with them, whatever the case may be, and you see them as something in your body just boils. I've had that feeling before. I've had, I, I got that feeling now with certain people that, no, it ain't, it ain't good. It is bad. And it really is bad. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, you know, pander or whatever you want to call it, t- t- tater tot you know, with my shit, like about with my emotions, with my feelings, with my energy. I don't, I really don't. I don't just say it. I think a lot of times, especially right now in this generation and this, this whirlwind that we're in, like I said before, words are trendy. Words are trendy. And I think that people forget that uh, they have real meanings and people right now more than ever are playing with me, like words that have powerful meanings self-diagnosing themselves and they got this and hey look I think before we get to doing all this y'all need to really sit down and really tap in and people don't know how to really sit down and tap in like they really don't I I, I really look at people like damn like I really don't be fucking with y'all you say you do but you really don't you really do always need somebody with you that's that's kind of a problem it's a problem like if you don't know how to like really sit and be happy by yourself I don't give a fuck if you married if you don't know how to take that time out by yourself, I think the only people they may have a real struggle with, and it's a legit struggle, and I think they should be creating a boundary, is a mother. You know what I'm saying? Because a mother is always going to be needed by a child. We get that. No matter what, a baby going to be one of their mom. We understand that. But that's exactly why I think in a healthy state, mom should create that space to kind of dip off and have that little me time, that, that mental space, that break that you may need because you can't do shit for this motherfucker if you startled. Like what? 
What good is that? What good is that going to do for you, this baby, this household, your man? What is that going to do for you? You walking around start startled, you flustered, your mind everywhere. You can't get your thoughts right and in order. You might need to sit down and meditate, or you might need to sit down and read a book, or you might need to take a walk, smoke you a blunt, have you a cocktail, whatever that gets you through, whatever the hell that gets you through. You know, if you're if you able to have that luxury, because I do understand and respect that for some mothers that could be a luxury. Some moms don't get that break. They really don't get that break. So the moms that do get that break, be grateful. Be grateful and thankful because it's moms that truly don't, they just don't get it. They're not able to get it. They they don't have sitters. They don't have this. They don't, they don't have it. You know what I mean? And that's an important asset to have. So to not have that, just imagine, you know, what that is, what it looked like and so forth. But you know, for the most part, I've always sat back and looked at it like I've always wanted to better myself. I've always just wanted to go to the next chapter or move forward in a better state. You know what I'm saying? Number one, I got a hot ass temper. I cannot afford to be walking around here, caught up in my emotions, my feelings and nothing like that because I still can go zero to 100 real quick. You know what I'm saying? I know this. It ain't fully under control. And honestly, it may not ever get under control. Who really knows? You know what I mean? But as long as I can have the awareness, the self-awareness that I have to protect the places and the people that I'm, you know, that I surround myself with, the energy that I'm around and things of that type of nature, then I'm good. I'm aware of this now because it calls for awareness because that shit has gotten me into some stuff. And you got, that's what I'm saying. You got to be in tune and be aware and give yourself the grace to be able to process whatever it is. That needs to be processed. Whatever forgiveness that you need to give yourself that you so fucking quick to give to anybody else. But you walking around real life in the mirror hating yourself, though. You know what I'm saying? You you feel a way about the person that you forgave. <laughs> so, you know, say with that. What you what you do it for then? You know, you just it's things that people it's time. You know, I think I, I believe in honesty. I've always believed in honesty. I'm really big on being honest with myself. I don't believe that I can be honest with everybody else. And I'm big on that. And I can't be honest with myself. That is insane and backwards. It's this absurd behavior. You know what I'm saying? For real, it just is. So I believe in being honest with myself the way that I want to be honest with others. Sometimes I know certain, certain truths about myself deep down inside that I won't fully like scratch the surface of. Like I'm a procrastinator, right? I had to really sit with this and I've been sitting with this and I, and I have lazy points. That's why y'all don't hear from me on the regular. You know what I'm saying? I just had to call it what it is. Like, you know what? What is this? Bitch, you lazy. Like, that's, let's, it's time. You're lazy and it's, let's, let's start talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Self-conversation. I'm letting you in on a self moment, but these, that's how I talk to myself sometimes. And you guys got to understand, I live alone. You'd be amazed how I'd be walking around here just talking. Jules be looking at me like, girl, what? It's my owner. Look at my human. Maybe she's crazy, but I love her either way. That's why I love her too, Jules. I love you too, Jules. But anyway, you know, it, it's a, it's, it's healthy, um, healthy self-evaluation and things of this type of a nature to be aware of what you are, you know, what you put in out, what energy I'm bringing. I started noticing how people would be like, oh, you know, I like this, I like that. But then got a real issue of me being assertive. Like I have a real issue. And I, you know, when at first, I used to be bothered by that. Like, damn, like, well, I don't get, like, what, why are they so offended by me just speaking my mind, my truth? I'm not offended when somebody speaks their truth. Like, at all, I'm just not. Maybe my feelings may be hurt, but I, I also don't got a problem asserting that. Like, hey, like, that was, my feelings are kind of hurt. Or my feelings, 
you know, you felt, I just don't have an issue with communication. Like, I just, I just really don't. It's, it's literally, and you see people who struggle with this, but then they will say communication is everything. If it's everything, why are you not working on it then? What? Like, girl, bye. You know what I'm saying? I think you need to sit, you got to sit with some other stuff too. That's personally. But I start really seeing and noticing these things. And I was like, you know what? Let me give them grace for them not even, you know, they just, they, at this point, they talking. You talking, you, you, you like to, you say that you're doing this, you say you're doing that. The, you are actually hiding behind the boundary word and everything else. I look, things are different now. And I know I'm going everywhere, but it's somebody that's listening to this shit that fucking feel me. And that's another thing. One thing that's dope, I think I've said this before on the pod before too. I don't be remembering a lot of shit, but whatever. Um, somebody, somebody always gonna feel you. When you feel crazy and you walking around talking and whatever, and you just feel like, damn, is anybody be thinking like me or feeling this way? I do that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, damn, is this normal? Am I crazy? Like, does anybody, what? Get on social media and whatnot, you see a meme. You see a meme with 20,000 20, likes. Something that you felt or that you thought. 20,000 people, and that's probably the beginning of the morning, not even hitting like the hundreds, millions, whatever, that feel that way, that feel you. That are like, yeah, I agree. Oh, my God. Read the comments. You really start noticing like, damn, okay, number one, a lot of us are a lot alike because we're humans. But whatever. That's the science of it. Number two, you're never alone in your thoughts. Somebody feeling you. Somebody's living it. Somebody's dealing with it. Somebody's going through it. And they, too, need to show their self-grace. Or maybe they're sitting around working on these things. You're never, I promise you. I remember, honestly, I'm not consistent with my podcast like that. Yeah, I know. However, I remember when I dropped it, right? 2018, I dropped this podcast. And I remember saying, like, damn, like, what is somebody going to, you know, they ain't going to feel me. They're not. I thought about it. Like, you know what? I'm putting too much thought into it. They either going to fuck with it or they not. Because that's who I am in, in real life. You know, that's just who I am in real life. Let me keep the same energy and keep that afloat. Whoever going to listen, whoever going to fuck with, whoever is going to agree, whoever's going to give me good feedback, that's who's welcomed. That's, that's it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? I don't think your businesses, give yourself grace. You supporting, you supporting all your opponents that you turning around and your, your feelings are so hurt because they're not supporting you. But give yourself the grace because that's just who you are. You're a supportive friend. I've had my moments, you know, um, re- this, I had a really big lesson this year. In the beginning of the year, started the year off with a big, big lesson. I'm a solid ass friend. You can't, you really just can't take that from me. The minute that me and you form a friendship, like a genuine friendship, and don't let me love you as a friend, it's really up. I really got you the best way that I can. Don't ask things of me that I would never ask of you. You know what I'm saying? Don't put me in uncomfortable situations and positions and things of that nature. And then, you know, get mad if it can't go your way. And then, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be my friend. I don't do the guilt shit. Quickest way for me to draw the line with you. Because I don't do that. Because I would never guilt you on that level. If I'm saying some shit like that, chances are we talking shit we drinking. And I'm on some shit talking shit. Because I be talking shit. But I'm not finna real life guilt you on some friend shit. I don't even believe in that. But I had to learn the lesson. Like, damn, I be so quick. So quick to get up and help these motherfuckers. I talked about this before, too. I get up, I help these motherfuckers, I'll bend my back for you if I can, if I'm able to and whatnot. I think that's what real friends do. You know, you support each other, you love on each other. And for me, a lot of my friends where I live have became my family. I don't have a lot of family out here. And I don't have an active family like that. 
people, social media, my family reunions are on Facebook now, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even on that motherfucker like that. So it's just things of that type of nature. Not to really look at it like, damn, okay, but these motherfuckers that I be breaking my back for, they ain't popped up up on my door. They ain't came and had no cocktail with me, came and watched no TV with me, came and smoked with me, came and just chilled and had a conversation with me. You know what I'm saying? Half of them don't even call, tap in on the regular, like, hey, you know, slide through to say da 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 or Sharita, whoop whoop whoop. I had to really stop, like, stop and really look at that shit. Like, you know what? Mm, I'm giving that too much grace. And I, you know what? And because I'm giving that too much grace, let me draw a boundary here to an extent, or let me just accept this and understand this for what it is and be transparent with this and pour that energy that I'm giving to you so freely, so lovingly. Let me put that shit right back into myself. Because, I mean, I can always use it. <laughs> you can always use it. You know, when you know your energy is pure, you know that you're giving out pure love, pure justice, pure information, pure friendships, pure vibe, pure body. Whatever the case may be, when you know that you're giving something with good intentions, it ain't ill will, and you don't feel that shit reciprocated back, or you feel a certain type of way, release that. And sit with that. Because there's things that you got to ask yourself. Why were you allowing that for so long? What was what? What was it? Was it a people pleasing type of a thing? Was it because you just felt like you needed this person's friendship or their confinement? I mean, their um, their um, their companionship, their, you know, whatever the case may be. Sit with that. Sit with that. And then go from there and take your time again. Give yourself grace. I look, this is a short, quick and easy one. And it's random and it's real life is fast because it's literally on the mic, off the mic. Give yourself the grace that you blindly give to people who if you really sat back and thought about it. Some of those people, maybe a percentage a one or two percent of two. I don't want to go crazy with numbers because I don't want to say that everybody got some fucked up shit in their family when I want to embrace or, you know, family and friendships. And I want to embrace nothing but the good and the healthy at the end of the day, I want to pour, and that's another thing, pour more energy into what's good and healthy. To what you know is pure. You know what I mean? Like, just sit with that. But give yourself some grace. And give people give people who deserve your grace, who you know, you know that they deserve your grace, your time, your understanding, your patience, your ear. Give that to them. Because you probably giving it to somebody that just shitting on it, don't give a fuck. And this person may genuinely need it. This person may genuinely, you know who to give grace to and who not to. You know what I'm saying? You know who to be patient with and not be patient with. You know who got a good heart and who full of shit. You know what it is. But again, tap in. Give grace to that type of energy. Bet you your shit will flourish. Bet you you will flourish. Your whole mind will flourish. It's been real, y'all. It's fast.